success is not always a journey that you can see all the steps to your expected end. It takes walking by faith and not by sight to get there. Listen in to Walk by Faith Podcast with your host, Lady Tiffany Nicole, where you will learn from everyday people like you and me how they used prayer, hard work, integrity, tenacity, and hope to attain a level of success in business. Welcome to another episode of Walk by Faith Podcast. I am your girl, your homie, your sister from around the way, Lady Tiffany Nicole, and thank you for tuning in. If you are new to Walk by Faith Podcast, I am here to discuss with other entrepreneurs their faith walk, their inspiration of entrepreneurship. And you know, when it comes to business, you've got to have some type of faith in in building something that you've never done. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. For the purposes of this podcast, faith is spelled as P, prayer, H, hard work, and I, T, tenacity, and hope. I believe those five foundations are pillars in the faith community and are definitely needed for all entrepreneurs to get to a level of success. So tonight, let's get today. Let's get into this conversation. I have with us Jay Jay Michelle Robinson. She is an accomplished apostolic business executive who is passionate about advocating for and promoting empowerment in underserved communities. Known as the wealth strategist, she she's committed to closing the wealth gap by providing families and businesses with objective, actionable strategies to eliminate debt, create solid retirement plans, and accrue sustainable long-term wealth. She also partners with CEOs and executives to create strategies to transform organizational culture, to attract and retain talent, improve community relationships, and increase pop profitability. Junte is a licensed life insurance and annuities broker, certified executive coach. She also holds a master's degree in organizational leadership, bachelor's degree in public administration, and is an army veteran. She co-founded Greater Bethel Worship Center and Healing Hands CDC alongside of her husband, She's a mom, a wife, and a servant, fulfilling God's purpose and accepting her call as a prophet. Please welcome Jane Michelle Robinson to the platform. Hey, how you doing this afternoon? Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing, Lady Tiffany? I am blessed and highly favored and excited to have you on. Just a little background. I had an opportunity to encounter her presence and meet this awesome, awesome um, woman of God at the Unstoppable Women's Empowerment event in March here in Atlanta, Georgia, that was hosted by Dr. Cindy Trim. And our lives are forever changed. One thing I would like to share as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, it is very important that you get out and network because you never know whose path you're going to cross, who can be a blessing to you and how you can be a blessing to others. So I'm so glad to have her on and to chat with her about 
her business. So this long um, bio sounds great, but in your own words, Miss J. Michelle, please tell yeah. us who you are. In my own words, I would say everything that I am, first of all, is centered um, on God. Um, I lead with being a woman of God. Um, all those accolades you just read are a result of who I am as a woman of God. But if I could sum it all up, I would sum it up with my values, um, which are embodied in this acronym that I call FIERCE. I see you like okay. acronyms too. Um, yeah, but my acronym it. is, yes, yes, it's FIERCE. So I am a FIERCE woman um, and FIERCE stands for family because I am very much all about, you know, my family. Um, the I deals with innovation. You know, I am with my company, me as an individual, even, even in ministry as a prophet, um, leading with, you know, innovation and creative ideas, um, empowerment. I believe that was in my bio. I'm about bringing empowerment um, to people and communities um, and even, you know, nations. Um, results at the end of the day, you know, I'm results oriented. I'm going to get it done. And when I get it done, you know, I'm going to get it done right and well. Um, compassion. I'm a compassionate person. Uh, Jesus was compassionate. Um, in fact, uh, yes, one of my favorite scriptures deals with when Jesus, um, you know, he saw the people, they were following him, they were hungry. And the Bible says that he was moved with compassion because they were as yes. sheep without a shepherd. So, you know, I, I believe in leading with compassion. Um, and then that last E um, is excellence. I am a woman of excellence because I serve a God who is excellent. Um, so in a nutshell, that is me. That is who I am being a fierce woman. Beautiful. I love it. Compassionate, uh, family, of course, family first. You sound like a Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> she was definitely about her family and about her business and That's about right. God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's charming and, 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 and beauty is deceitful, but a woman that uh, fears God should be praised. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So tell us, I've, I've never heard this term before. I have an idea of what it is, but for those that are listening, I know about a kingdompreneur. Of course, we're about the kingdom of God and business. And I know about ministry in the marketplace, but you're using a different term. Um, tell us what an apostolic business executive is. What does that mean? Yeah, it, the the uh, simplest form um, and to explain it in the most simplest ways. Again, you know, I, I lead with God as I shared in my bio. Um, I am called um, in, into the office of a prophet and that does not stop um, in the church house um, and that does not stop. Um, even as it relates to what we would call traditional ministry. Um, but, you know, you use the terminology marketplace. Um, as a wealth strategist, I operate apostolically. And so I am focused on uh, using my mantle um, of wealth to expand the kingdom of God and to look at things 
even from a regional perspective, territory, um, looking at how I can bring wealth because my mission is to bring wealth and value to the world. How can I bring wealth to a specific region, to a specific family, to a specific organization, and how that impacts the kingdom of God as a whole? Um, that is what I mean as being apostolic. When we look at the ap the apostles, um, they went into a region um, and they tore things up <laughs> and they rebuilt, uh, you know, and they brought Jesus into a particular region and expanded the kingdom. Awesome. Being a, a minister of the gospel and doing business, does the lines get blurred? Have you ever had a situation where you had to take one head off and put one head on does the, do the lines ever get blurred from being a minister and while doing business have you ever had to choose one or the other while in the marketplace i have not had to i was presented <laughs> with having to choose and i have been in situations where um some would say you know there's a choice that needs to be made but again, you know, that's that's why I'm an apostolic business executive. That's why when I worked in corporate, you know, I would have considered myself an apostolic leader because I bring who I am wherever I go. Um, and is that a conflict of interest sometimes? Uh, absolutely, it is. Um, in fact, that um, helped me <laughs> make my decision to leave corporate because there was a conflict of interest but at the wow. end of the day you know um i'm centered in god um you know we talk about faith um you know being a person who is called because this is a calling um yeah. being called as a minister uh prophet you know whatever you know your your calling is when you're called into the marketplace um there is a blurring of the lines because God doesn't make us a minister and a business person and expect us to keep those things separate, you know, mm. we are who we are. So you have to certainly have faith. Um, so when you come up against those situations where, you know, choose ye this day, <laughs> you, know, you gotta have faith in those situations. <laughs> Wow, that's that's really good. Um, I know a lot of people that are out there, you know, and, you know, another Bible verse that comes to mind when it comes to choosing, you can't serve God and mammon. That's right. So especially doing business, there may be some opportunities that come up that may, you know, go against what you believe. And it could be a healthy check behind it. Mm -hmm. But you have to say that. Okay. It serve you Absolutely. and uh, you know I, I face that often as a kingdom media personality I can't walk through all the doors there's some doors that I do walk through and some doors depending upon what it is I decline and so that's 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 really good um, for those that are listening that 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 are you know Christian based or have a belief whatever that belief is Sometimes you are going to have to choose and leave some money on the table. That's right. Leave money on the table and then by faith, knowing that God will provide. Um, because at the end of the day, we're equipped 
with everything that we need, especially from a financial perspective, to bring wealth, you know, to create wealth. That's that scripture. God has given us the power to get yes. wealth. Not, it's, it's, it's not about a job. It's not about, you know, an opportunity that somebody else offers or creates for us. It's about what's already on the inside of us. Absolutely. So that brings us to um, another um, opportunity to, to help someone that may be listening. You had to make a decision um, for the conflict of interest um, and leave corporate to pursue entrepreneurship full time. Tell us about that emotion. How did you get, go through those steps? Because someone's listening right now and is, and is about fed up. <laughs> with the nine to five, but share with us the wisdom you use and the steps that you use to transition from corporate to full-time entrepreneurship. Yes. So first of all, we know that um, we serve a God that is very strategic um, in, in all of his ways and a God that is the all wise uh, we see that with the creation of, of the world and how God um, perfectly designed and created this world. And so when God gives us an idea, um, when God puts places something in our heart, um, he gives us a plan of action um, to, to accompany that. And so for me, I've known for about, um, two years prior to me leaving my job, my last day was actually January the 3rd of this year. And so two years ago, right before the pandemic, I already, you know, had a business already was doing business, um, have had an entrepreneurial spirit for years, but it really was heavy on my heart that it was time to go and launch out into the deep so that I had the time to focus on expansion. And so I could not do both um, and work a full-time job. It just, what God called me to, it just wasn't possible um, for me to commit myself to 40 plus hours a week because we have to remember um, I was a C-suite executive. So it wasn't, you know, a nine to five, but I actually walked away from being a C-suite executive. Um, I was a chief diversity officer. And so, you know, the pandemic, of course, gave all of us the opportunity to really look introspectively um, and to strategize. So during the pandemic, I took the time to strategize. I took the time to develop a written strategy Okay, so if you are planning on doing anything big in life, um, you need to have a written strategy. In fact, uh, my mentor, you, uh, who is Dr. Cindy Trim, uh, you mentioned her earlier, um, encourages us to have a 20-year vision. Um, so, um, you know, did all of that, went through that process, but had a more near-term strategy with actions. So looking at my finances, making sure my finances were in order. Something a lot of people don't think about is your uh, medical, making sure that you have a plan for your health insurance and your That's dental good. insurance. Yes, a lot of people skip over that, but 
those things are expensive when you're an entrepreneur when you're working for a company they're insuring you they're covering you so you need to think about those things think about life insurance a lot of folks are relying on uh, life insurance at their job so just making sure you have a plan beyond just your business beyond your business strategy you need to have a exit strategy from your job so that was very key um for me and leaving my nine to five. And then when June of last year came, it the light bulb went off. Um, the date was supposed to be December 22nd of this year. It was on my calendar. So I already had a date identified that was going to be my last day in the workforce. But June of last year, it was like um, this sense of urgency that was like, uh, uh, Jay, Jay Michelle, it's time for you to get out of this place. Because if you remain here, the mm -hmm. great that I've given you um, to be successful in this position is going to lift off of you. Um, and that was tough because, again, I was a C-suite executive, so we're not talking about no $10 an hour job. No, man. You know? <laughs> At least six figures a year. Well over six figures a year. My God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's faith. That's faith. That's real faith. <laughs> That's faith. But I'm a wealth strategist. So there's it. So right. you know, I, I, I bring wealth and value to the world. And so God gave me, you know, um, revelation. He gave me strategy. And so I put my things in order and uh, I submitted my verbal resignation in June. I did not delay when God said it was time to go. I put in my verbal um resignation and let them know that january the third would be my last day in the workforce and that date was strategic as well because i knew if i worked um at least one day of the month i got that full month of benefits so it's all about strategy and having a plan i love it i love it they gave you time to um like you said wealth strategy when you um released yourself during the timing and the season of it, but also gave you time to create a nest egg, be prepared, take care yeah. of some things because you knew. And then of course your family. So I'm sure in your particular case, being married, you had to communicate with your husband and you guys had to work together. That strategy looks a little bit different for those of us that are single. Okay. Baby, it's us and Jesus. And he gonna have to he, he really be the husband at that time. But when you believe yeah. and you do have a strong faith walk, you are able to make uh, a decision, uh, educated decision, a decision based on wisdom and not emotion and not feeling. It doesn't sound like, oh, y'all done irritated me. I'm about to quit. And then two weeks later, you're like, oh, Lord, what have I done? Not that I didn't feel that way. But, <laughs> but not, this is another thing about being an entrepreneur. You cannot be led by emotion. You cannot. Yes. <laughs> That's good. That's really, really good. Yeah. You cannot be led by emotions. You'll be all that, over the place. <laughs> yes, that's a wealth of wisdom. So you were working and you started your business. So you're a C-suite. You're already making decent money. So for you, what motivated you to start your business? So as I had shared, you know, I already was was doing this work and, and being a business owner kind of behind the scenes. Um, but one of the things that made me transition 
outside of the conflict of interest was the fact that as a person who was leading um, equity, racial equity work within an organization, mm-hmm. as a person who you know is was seen as a national leader in that industry, um, you know was working in the transportation transit industry. Um, I saw the disparities and I saw the lip service. I saw the good intention, but at the end of the day, if we don't close the racial wealth gap, all this talk about equity, it's, it's a non-factor. Um, when you really get at the root of, of a lot of these issues, the systemic issues in our nation, it's rooted in lack of access, poverty, um, the reality that black folks specifically, you know, coming out of slavery, we didn't have anything. You know, that's why there's still these discussions about reparations. Um, There was a disadvantage from the very beginning. And so until, you know, we can really establish wealth, um, we're not going to have the voice that we need to have to change the overall system. You know, we'll be able to do those things that are very, you know, surface level. Um, but when it comes to the the major system, the legislation, the laws and all of that, you have to have money to have a seat at the table. And it is what it is. And that's and, and, and that same thing applies to the kingdom and to the ministry. It's great to be a great preacher. It's great to have a following in the community. But we need to be able to impact and have impact um, and and a greater level of influence, um, even as it relates to politics um, and and, and the the um, the justice system and all those things. But it takes having money. It's tight, but it's right. Money gives you a seat at the table. The Bible says your gift (laughs) makes room for you. And places you before great men. It was not talking about your ability to sing and preach when he said gift. He was talking about a gift. Your money. What you have um, to offer will put you in the room with great men. I love that. Bible also says money answereth all things. And if you got a lot of questions with no money, you ain't got no answers. <laughs> Lady Tiffany, it is the truth. And a lot of us, um, you know, in the kingdom, you know, struggle with that. And we try to downplay. Um, But Jesus wasn't broke. And it's not his design for us to be broke. We can go back to the Old Testament. Abraham was a, I I would go as far as say a billionaire in today's uh, society. Um, When you start looking at all that he had. Um, his estate, his servants, and that, that that man had an army, I believe. You know, he had mil- the mil- a military. Um, so that's not God's design for us to us to be in poverty. I love that. You know, this uh, Walk by Faith podcast is produced in a, co- a collaborative effort with the historic New Black Wall Street Market um, in Atlanta, Georgia. And Mr. Bill Allen, who is the visionary of New Black Wall Street Market, um, that's his thing, you know, about educating ownership. Um, there's so many classes, there's so many opportunities for people of color, free opportunities, 
you know, teaching us, you know, the Bible says that um, our people suffer from lack of knowledge. Yes, we perish. Yes, we perish. We're dying every day, mm -hmm. not because we want to, not because we're not healthy, because we don't have the knowledge to manage the finances, to get in the doors, to fill out the grant paperwork properly, to answer the questions right, to know what to say, to know how to look. You know, and it's it's I'm I'm thankful for people like you and and Mr. Bill Allen that invest in educating and 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 pouring forward, you know, sewing forward into not just the next generation, but into the current generation. Some of us don't know. And it's never too late. Your business just here to help. Tell us about that. Yes, so it's a financial services company. And HELP is an acronym because I love acronyms, um, helping everyone live prosperously. And the reason why I came up with that is because I found myself um, dealing with people who would oftentimes be defensive um, when you start talking about money, specifically getting out of debt because that is a huge issue in our community is debt. And sometimes, you know, you talk, I would talk to people and they would be very, very defensive. And, you know, my response would be, I'm just here to help. <laughs> you know, that's, that's good. I'm just, I'm just here to help. <laughs> so that's good. That's, I like that. Yeah. Help, help everyone leave poverty. Live and poverty. Live prosperously. I'm, I'm talking about yeah. leave poverty. Yeah, I, love yeah. I love that. That's good. Leave poverty. Leave poverty. Leave you got to leave poverty to live prosperously. Listen. <laughs> on everything I love. Listen, don't look back. You turn to a pillar of salt. That's not mm -hmm. good for you. Leave it. Don't yeah. look back. <laughs> but, you know, that's, you know, mindsets and change and coaching. Your services are needed in the community. And thank you so much for marrying your gift of ministry to your heart's desire of educating our culture but everyone yeah. our culture first but everyone in living prospering prosperously give us two quick tips to help us live prosperly uh prosperously when it comes to our finances two quick tips Two quick tips. Well, the first one, of course, is going to be eliminate debt. And we understand that there's a lot of information on social media um, that can be somewhat confusing, talking about good debt and bad debt. But the bottom line is, if it does not uh, make you money, it is a bad debt. So you want to eliminate your debt. Uh, debt uh, is enslavement. So we want to eliminate debt. The second thing is, begin to build your savings um there's multiple ways to do that um we need to have an emergency savings first of all um that is very foundational i know you said two tips but i'm gonna throw in there you need it we need to have life insurance um because life insurance is like a swiss army knife a lot of people don't know that it's more than just a death benefit so you can get your emergency savings built into your life insurance you can get your long-term care built into your life insurance um if you happen to get sick unexpectedly there's different things that can be built in where you can pour your money out um so that you can take time off of work those things are important 
especially for entrepreneurs. So those would be the two tips that I would say is to eliminate debt um, and start saving. And you can actually do both of those through the tool of life insurance. Love it. I imagine that you have not always been wealthy. You have not always walked in your C-suite anointing. Um, it took you, you and your family some time to get there. Someone's listening that's in a pickle, want to be wealthy, and uh, and is an entrepreneur, but the ends is a meeting and they're in a rut. Encourage them today uh, with where they are. Absolutely. So first of all, as you said, Lady Tiffany, I have not always been here. In fact, I have an ebook out that's called um, What Being Broke Taught Me because there is a state of being so broke uh, that you can't pay attention. And I live there in that state. Um, so there's always an opportunity for you to move from obscurity um, into a place of wealth. The key is being honest with yourself. I had to be honest with myself about my finances, about my low credit score, about the fact that I was in debt. I had to be honest with myself because in my uh, being honest with myself and being honest about my situation, it was then that I could make a decision that I no longer wanted to be there anymore and seek help to move from the space that I was in to get to a better place. Wow. Thank you so much. Such wealth of knowledge and information. We could go on and on and on, but this is why it's a podcast. <laughs> so people can hit it and quit it. Um, oh, let, yeah. me, uh, <laughs> let people know how to follow you and connect with you. And if they want your services. Absolutely. Well, you can go to my website, uh, com. You can also find me on social media. I am on Instagram at J. Michelle Robinson, as well as Facebook. Um, my Facebook page is J. Michelle Robinson. You can always contact me um, through any of those avenues. And I would love to um, schedule a free consultation with you so that I can help you on your journey uh, to wealth. Also, make sure you all go and follow Miss J. Michelle Robinson on all social media platforms. Definitely get that ebook. Is it on Amazon? It is on my website. So if you go to my website, you can go to my store and get my ebook. Yes. And that's www.jmichelle.com. Without the E. Without the E. J M I C H E L L. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wow. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Oh, oh, you know, pun intended, but a wealth of information. Remember, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. says, faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. I am your girl, your homie, your sister from around the way, Lady Tiffany Nicole. Come back here on Mondays um, for new. Listen live on Mondays, New Black Wall Street Market Radio, um, 1 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or right here on the platform that you hear all of your podcasts. Until next time, keep walking by faith. Thanks for listening to Walk by Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Lady Tiffany Nicole. 
please visit www.ladytiffanynicole.com to connect and be informed on new episodes and more. Until our next episode, continue to walk by faith. Hey, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please go to New Black Wall Street Market Radio website at www.nbwsmradio.com. That's www.nbwsmradio.com. Click on the blog tab and leave your comments. Tell us what you thought about the show. Once again, that's www.nbwsmradio.com.